Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. Guys, is it time for us to fire Coach Calipari? Honestly, I don't know where I stand um, because there's a piece of me that says, yes, it's time to move on. But then there's a piece of me that's like, what other coach you going to get that's going to give you one national championship, four final fours, you know, national coach of the decade? Like, where where are we going to find a replacement that will actually be able to live up to those accomplishments? Um Cause it just seems like there's nobody that really comes to my mind right off the top of my hat. And I would hate to, um, you know, have uh Calipari be gone from Kentucky and then we can't find somebody else that can at least keep it on his level. Cause let's be fair to coach Cal for a second. Even with all, uh, you know, with all the mishaps that we've had, you know, we've, we've had a couple of teams that look like they should have won the championship and they didn't get it done. Even last year, I was feeling like we had one of those teams that could potentially won the, uh, win the championship, and then we ended up falling short and getting busted in the first round by St. Peter's. And, you know, a lot of times the thing that happens to Calipari is for some reason or another, he either has one or two players that transfer or go pro early or in, you know, the case of last year, like with Shaden Sharp, don't actually play at all. That could have potentially put us over the top. I, as much as I, you know, hate to say this, if Shaden Sharp would have played last year, we probably could have won the championship. Even if he would have just been able to give us another freakishly like, long athletic uh slasher to the bucket I feel like he would have been enough to put us over the edge and especially like if he would have played on this year's team um yeah he he probably would have been that missing piece that would help this year's team and then you know a lot of fans are looking at players like Keon Brooks and Bryce Hopkins they see them leaving the program and seem to be doing pretty well uh I kind of got mixed feelings about that too because you know if you break really look at the if you really look at the shooting percentages and different stuff like that I don't necessarily know if I think Keon is really doing much better than he actually was at Kentucky um but you know that's no shade to Keon man um you know I wish him the best and hopefully uh he'll get a shot at the pros um if that's what he left Kentucky for same with Bryce you know what I'm saying like not trying to hate on the kids, but it just seems like we always uh missing one or two pieces that we need to make a complete team. And this year, man, um, I'm going to tell you what I think about this year's team. Honestly, I know everybody, um, they just be quick to just be on top of Cal's head, man. Because I'm not going to lie, the more I look at Kentucky's offense and just the more I see how things – just how they look when you're just doing the eye test. Because I don't really know what uh, Cal is telling the players in the actual huddle. I don't know if he's telling them to do the right things and they just can't execute it or they just trying to do other things. Or 
maybe he really isn't doing the best job that he could do with preparing the kids. I don't really know what it is, but when I watch him play, a lot of times they just seem to make low IQ mistakes, man, and it kills them because last night or last evening, however you look at it, they had shots at UCLA, man, and and they just made too many bonehead plays, man. Like, you know, a couple of plays that really that I can remember. There was one time I think Jacob Toppin had the ball on the right side of the basket. He might have just got a rebound or something. And he's trying to back his man down. And it's obvious that he's going to try to make a move to score, right? And as soon as he makes his move, he's like turning to over his left shoulder to try to do like a little mid-range pull-up jumper. Casey Wallace crashes right in the middle of the lane and literally like they like they run into each other because Toppin is making his move to the basket and Casey's coming and they run like bump into each other and their their defenders are like crowding into the position and they end up turning the ball over. And I just I'm just looking at that stuff and I'm like, man, y'all don't really understand each other's games at all because like, I already knew what move Toppin was getting ready to try to make. And I'm like, Kaysen, you can't crash right into him when he's doing that. Like, you literally caused him to turn the ball over. And it's like, I would have rather for him to just get the shot off and miss than for you to just turn the ball over and we get nothing. And, you know, another play that I remember is Severe Wheeler, he get the ball and he's penetrating on the right side of the basket and a lot of times, man, it just seems like Severe Wheeler is not really seeing the game. He's just trying to make a move, right? But it's not really, like, based off of IQ and, and instincts. It's more of, like, like he knows I got this move in my bag and I'm going to just try it right here. So he breaks his man down. He gets, like, going towards the basket, and then he can't get his shot up. And it's just like he turns around and tries to throw some silly-ass pass, and then they end up turning the ball over and he's going the other way. And it just seems like a lot of these players that's on this team just really don't know how to run basic offense. Um, And I know that, like, Cal, like I said, everybody is pretty much in agreement that Calipari probably needs to change his offense because for whatever reason, either it just is outdated and it's not working, everybody knows how to defend it, or he just don't. He's just not getting the type of players that he needs to be able to run it perfectly. Um, but for whatever reason, the offense just doesn't really look like it's flowing, like it's clicking a whole lot of times. A lot of the times when they score or get buckets, it a lot of it just kind of seems like it's luck. Um, it just never really looks fluid for long periods of time. I know every team is going to go through some cold spots during you know each game or whatever, but there's never really just those moments where they just look like they clicking, look like they just can easily get shots off, and. Um, and it just kind of it's hard to watch sometimes man when you when you see all of these guys you just expect a little bit better especially with a lot of them returning um 
but it's just a lot of it just seems like there's a lot of weird stuff going on like uh Calipari came out and announced that um Ugana Anyenzo was going to be Shibwe's backup which I don't even understand why he came out and announced that like I don't know if he was just trying to like maybe he was trying to light a fire you know with Ware and Collins or what I don't know I just don't really understand why he actually announced that because I mean you don't really need to tell us that Anyenzo is the backup you can just put him in the game but then he didn't really use him against UCLA so that was kind of weird to me I'm like you announce him as his backup and then you don't really use him um and maybe I might have missed something because I have, I've been moving and I ain't really get to tune in to the last couple of games like I really needed to. So maybe I missed something. I don't know. But um, I just felt like that was weird to me. And then, um, like, last night, Chris Livingston, I, I tip my hat to Livingston. He finally woke up um, and actually was making some stuff happen. And I'm I'm happy for him because he was one of the ones that when the season first started, I thought he was going to be a little more effective than he actually has been. I was, like, excited to see some more of him. Um, and it just really wasn't working out for him. He was getting in the game. He really wasn't making nothing happen. Or he would make a couple dumb turnovers. And then Calipari would pretty much just bench him. And, um, you know, that's one of the things that I kind of feel like Calipari uh, – might need to do a little bit better job of. He's kind of one of them coaches that, like, if you come in and you make a couple mistakes, then he's just going to pull you unless you one of one of his guys that he absolutely has to play. Excuse me. Like, um, if you Oscar Sheway, you're pretty much going to play. If you Severe Wheeler, you're pretty much going to play. If you Casey Wallace, you're pretty much going to play. But everybody else, it's kind of like if you – um. If you're not really on point, he's not really going to give you a moment to really, like, try to find your rhythm or get into the game. He's just going to pull you and put somebody else in. And maybe that might be another coaching strategy that he might need to work on because it just kind of seems like um, you just really don't get too much consistency from that small group of players like Toppin, um, Ware, Reeves, Frederick, Livingston, like it's kind of just like um, a toss-up each game with which one of those guys is going to get the most minutes. And, uh, you know, it's like the year started off, Frederick was getting a lot of minutes and slowly but surely his minutes is going away. And I don't even necessarily know that um, his struggles are really necessarily his fault. I just don't think he fits into this offense. I think he's just one of those players that he need to get you know, he needs somebody to get him some looks. He's just not one of those guys that's going to be able to create his own shot. But if you get him some looks, he's still going to shoot good, but he's not going to, he's not going to beat people off the dribble. And you're going to just have to design some plays to get him, you know, maybe three to five looks a game at least. Um, and maybe even the same with Reeves, like, I feel like Reeves got a little bit more in his bag than Frederick, but, you know, without them running some plays or, you know, doing some things to free him up, 
it just seems like there's some times in the game he just gets lost out there. And like I said, I just feel like uh, it's so much Wheeler and Sheway, Wheeler and Sheway. And honestly, I feel like if you're just going to force feed Sheway in the paint, yeah, he's going to get some some numbers, but I don't know if he's really going to be able to dominate because now pretty much teams know, like, if Sheway, they're going to force the ball to Sheway, then we're just going to collapse on him. And he ain't really that skilled offensively to where he's going to beat, you know, multiple defenders uh, consistently. He's going to get some rebounds no matter what's going on. But when they force feeding him the ball, you know, he's liable to miss more shots. He's going to make some more turnovers. Um, it's just not going to be a very fluid offense. And then Severe Wheeler is going to just make erratic decisions. And a lot of times it's going to end up in turnover or some crazy shots that probably don't need to be taken, especially in crucial key moments of the game. So, man, they just got a lot to work on. And um, like I said, it's a whole lot of Kentucky fans right now that are just pretty much ready to be done with Calipari. I think um, – excuse me again, sorry. I I just uh, ain't feeling that great this morning. But um, it's a lot of fans, man, that just kind of seem sick of Calipari. <laughs> like, I don't really know no other way to put it. Um, I think everybody's losing faith in him, and it's just like more and more the fan base is just kind of getting sick of, uh, you know, the same old bullshit that he says every year about – this, you know, my team ain't ready, but we'll be ready at this time. And we got to make some tweaks and all of this other shit. Like, because it just kind of seems like lately anyways, when we've been on the big stage, uh, we just been getting busted a lot more than people want to see. But then, you know, there, like I said, there's this other side of it where like technically last year, you know, we absolutely destroyed Kansas and North Carolina. So, you know, there's always going to be instances where Kentucky's going to do Kentucky things. And then you're going to have the other side where it feels like they just, like this year, it feels like we can't beat good teams. And it's getting kind of scary because there are several teams in the SEC that could potentially beat Kentucky, like, pretty easily. Like, you're looking at Arkansas, you're looking at Alabama, you're looking at Tennessee, like, so it just looks like there's, you know, the schedule is on, only going to get a little bit worse. There's even, there's even people, can you believe this, but there's even people right now that just feel like this Louisville game could potentially be a trap game where we might even lose to Louisville. We might actually get beat by, like, the 350th ranked team in the country, man. I, me personally... I don't think they're going to have no problem with Louisville. But just the way things feel right now, it wouldn't shock me if some crazy situation happened and maybe they lost. And um, that would be extremely bad for Calipari. And I, like I said, man, I love Calipari. I love what he's done for Kentucky. I feel like when, when he came to Kentucky, Kentucky was in a dark place. And he, he brought us out of that dark place, put us back up in the – excuse me 
put us back up in the conversation and um, made us a powerhouse again. But it kind of seems like it's slipping a little bit, man. And I feel like a lot of people are just feeling like something has got to change. They feel like Calipari's too stubborn, like he's not willing to try other things. Um, Maybe uh, some of his assistants might need to speak up and be a little bit more, um, you know, try to be a little bit more impactful with coaching decisions and player development. I don't know. I don't got the answers for y'all. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, I just know. It just looks bad when you see Louisville actually starting to win, even though I know they're going to get tore up in the ACC. But Louisville starting to win, and it looks like Kentucky's going the other way. So it just looks really uh, crazy right now, man. But anyways, um, another disappointing loss to UCLA. They had opportunities, and they couldn't capitalize. And we walked away with another uh, defeat on the big stage, if you will. We'll see what happens, man. Y'all let me know what y'all think, man. And which side of the fence are you on? Are you on the get Calipari's ass out of their side? Or are you on the everybody relax, chill? We've only really had maybe two to three bad seasons. So just wait and let's just see what this team does. Either way it go, man, this is a pivotal year in Calipari's career at Kentucky. Uh, We'll see what happens, man. And We'll get back at it next time. Sports and Discourse with Derek Stevenson.